what's going on guys? Hey, it's Isaiah here and today we're going to be going over our second podcast episode. I have the honor and privilege to be able to sit down with my dear friend Jonah. Um, He's a worship pastor. He also helped launch One Night Phoenix and he's also the founder of that. And then on top of that, um, he's also runs Gem Youth. So um, my wife is not on today as you guys can tell, but I do want to encourage you guys to tune into this episode. It's definitely going to be one that you guys have to listen to. And um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you hear from everything that he has to say and really take in what he has to say. So here we go. Episode two. Hey, man, what's going on? How's it going, Jonah? Hey, man, I'm excited to be here, bro. I'm excited to be here, ready to get into some good conversation, man. Yeah, it's so good to have you, man. Um, It's a pleasure to have you on this podcast and for you to kind of um, really be able to share your heart through this. Yeah, man, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate you and Hannah allowing me to jump on here and and just, like you said, share my heart, man. So, ready. Cool, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Um, So, I'm going to be breaking down just a bunch of questions. Usually on this podcast, we're just going to be... Really, it's all about highlighting your your story, sharing your heart behind what you do and everything that you do, and um, really just sharing what you do. So we want to highlight that. We want to honor what you're doing. So um, kind of with the first thing, um, tell me about a little bit about yourself. For the people who are listening to this podcast episode and don't know who you are, who are you? So... Like you already said, my name is Jonah. My actual name is Jonathan, right? But it's just... We call you that for short. Jonah's my nickname, (laughs) right? But man, I'm 19 years old. I just graduated high school this past May. And I'm a a youth leader here at my pop's church in in Litchfield Park, Goodyear, Arizona. And uh, we're growing, man. We got a lot of things going on. We launched One Night, which is a big uh, event to just really rally uh, churches around the valley just to get together and just chase hard after God, man. And I lead worship here as well as at another church that I'm connected with. And I'm just having a lot of fun walking in my calling, man. Yeah, it's really cool, man. And and essentially, I, I've seen from you, you're doing a lot for your age. How old are you? 19. 19. 19. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I call him Jonah for short, guys. But um you, you know, you can call him whatever you want. I just want to let you guys know, uh, Jonah, Jonah here, he's... He's actually he's he says he's a youth leader, but he's he's really a youth pastor, guys. So he's a youth pastor, and um, tell me a little bit about what that is. Like, what is what is your youth name? Um, what do you guys like? Kind of like, what's your heart behind it? So we we call it uh, Gem Youth. It's launched from Word Ministries International, which is the name of my dad's church. But we named ourselves Gem Youth. It's an, actually an acronym. It stands for glorify, edify, magnify. We glorify mm. God, wow. we edify each other, and we magnify the, the things that he's doing in and through our lives. And so we're just here. We're kind of a smaller group in numbers right now, but we're working hard. We're doing a lot of planning this year just to chase hard after God, what he has for us, and to bring people to his kingdom, man. Our motto, we always say we grow the fam, we spread the love, man. We're all about advancing the kingdom and just growing the family of God. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Um Man, yeah. And um, specifically, I've seen kind of just a little bit about what you guys do and, and everything. And I know we've worked together in a lot of different areas. And we'll talk more in throughout the podcast episode. But, um, you know, through that, uh, specifically, like, what is it that you do um, within? Like, kind of 
talk talk to me a little bit more about gem youth specifically in in kind of your goal behind behind everything and um really talking about like you you told me about kind of you're launching small groups and you have all these other things happening so what is it that you're trying to kind of dive straight like kind of straight into and kind of like work with that yeah, so what we're trying to cultivate, man, it's really a lot different this year. I feel like I've um, matured a lot and my perspective has shifted a lot um, just with the people that I've been blessed to be connected with and, and just kind of chasing after God beside, you know. And so what we're really looking at this year is just shifting to a mindset and a heart of discipleship. Uh, to me, it's just not enough to have these kids come in here and be, you know, it's great. We want them to come in, get saved, receive salvation, right? right? Yeah. But that's just not enough for me. We yeah, want yeah. to be world changers. And to be world changers, you have to be disciples. The word says, you know, to preach the gospel, to go out to all the world and make disciples of every nation. And so we want to, we want to have discipleship here. What we're doing on Thursday nights is now we're, you know, we come in here, we have some fun, play some games, and, and then we dive into a really foundational teaching. And once we do that, we, we're starting to split off into groups and, and have uh, discussions with smaller groups about what we just talked about. And then it, say like this past week, we talked about uh, prayer. Mm. And so we yeah. talked about prayer. We had a lesson. We broke out into small groups and discussed it. And then we brought, brought it back in and we put it into action. We activated prayer and we practiced speaking out loud, being bold about our prayers and opening our mouths. And I believe that that's the heart of discipleship is you is you learn, you talk about it, you make sure you understand it, and then you go and do it. And that leads into what we're doing with our small group. See, the disciples, when you think about Jesus' disciples, it was a small group, a really yeah. tight-knit group, and they spent a lot of time together. And so when you talk about being disciples, well, then you kind of have to spend some time together, right? And so a big part of that is just fellowship, is being around a lot. And that's something that we're uh, beginning to reinforce with our with our word groups that we're launching, which are essentially small groups and Bible studies. And we're gonna reinforce what we talk about on Thursdays with Gem Youth and on Sunday afternoons in word ministries. We're gonna reinforce those things, but we're also gonna take it as an opportunity to just fellowship, to just get to know one, each other, one another uh, a little better and just start to love on each other more. You know, man, that's just a really important part of this whole vision of discipleship, you know? Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, that's really good. It seems to me like you guys have a have a lot going on and specifically kind of this year. Uh, I know this this year has been just a little bit different than kind of what we've seen last year. It was kind of really shifting into all these things. But really, this year has kind of been a launch um, specifically for ministries. And I think we've seen it. We're starting to really kind of see that recently, at least here in the Valley of Arizona, um, a shift you know, within ministries. So we're seeing partnerships, we're seeing um, people kind of work together in different areas. So um, with that, you know, um, for those of you, you get, for those of you who don't know what One Night Phoenix is, specifically, Jonah, talk to me a little bit about your heart behind that. What is it? Man, so One Night, One Night Phoenix, there's a lot that goes behind this and just different uh, ins and outs of the heart behind it. And if I'll start anywhere, then I'll just say a big part of it is just connection and fellowship with other ministries. See, it's, it's, it's uh, what's the word? It's hosted by Gem Youth. It's, some, it's an event that's put on under the name of Gem Youth, right? 
but it's not necessarily to to translate to the growth of, of gem youth numerically or anything like that. It's just simply for, hey, we're a church that's chasing hard after God and his purpose for us, right? And we're right here in the valley and we want to get connected with other people in the valley, with other churches in the valley, with other ministries. There's a verse in the Bible and it says uh, something to the effect of take heart, be encouraged, because there's uh, other brothers and sisters around the world going through the same hardships that you are, facing the same things that you are. And so we just want to come together and encourage, hey, you know, you're not alone in this. You're not the only one yeah. who believes yeah. so strongly in Jesus, you know? And the enemy would love to isolate us, would love to get us alone and think like, hey man, just give that church thing up. Give that Jesus stuff up. Nobody at school thinks that way. Nobody in your job work thinks that way. You're just you're just being a bother to people and you're making yourself lonely, man. Just get out. No, that's not the truth. There's plenty of Christians that are ready and willing to stand up and fight for what they believe in. And that's that Jesus Christ is the Savior and he is the only way, right? And yeah. we just want to really create a space where these ministries can come together, can unite and empower each other to stand up with a boldness and say, this is the Jesus that I serve. And so that's one of the biggest purposes behind mm. it. Yeah, and and to kind of go off what you're saying, um, I know you reached out to me back in August of last year and, and you know, it was essentially really an all God thing because yeah. none of this, you know, this whole one night and you know, this whole one night thing wouldn't have happened if it weren't for God. And, right. and God played such a big role in it because, you know, we've seen, we've seen ministries kind of partner together, but this went so smoothly. Like yeah. it was like, it was essentially like, like everything worked out. Like there was no nothing that was like restricted to between the ministries, you know. Right. Like we saw, you know, we saw we saw just a huge partnership, and yeah. I think that was really special to see. Is kind of, um, and the fact of the matter is, you know, you have a lot of people that kind of are around you to support you and yeah. honor your vision and and what you're doing. And so, is that specifically, I think that's just so great. Just the fact that what you're doing. And kind of your heart behind this whole one night thing, and you know, no one's going to start it unless someone does it. So, right. um, I don't know. It's been really special to see. And specifically, how many kids did we have at that event? So I, I believe we saw eighty five youth and young adults, which were the, was the kind of the target audience, mm -hmm. right? But we had over 110 people total in attendance when you take into account the youth leaders and the pastors and just the ministers that came yeah. out just to show support. Right. And I think that was one of the things that was most incredible was that it wasn't just the youth that came out to this. There was, uh, you know, ministries and ministry leaders that took time out of their night to come and just support something that didn't directly benefit their ministry. And that's something that just really touched my heart. But we did have over 100 people in attendance there. Right. And I think that was cool because specifically a couple of days before that event, I had like three or four youth pastors reach out to me and ask me like, hey, you know, can I come to this event? Mm. I want to come out and check this out. And I think that's kind of been really cool to see, you know, seeing yeah. that there's other ministries out there that are looking for something. They're looking for something that works, that right. is effective, that people can be drawn to. Um and the whole goal behind, you know, one night is it's really just getting kids planted in churches. Yeah, that that's another huge. Like I said, there's so many different facets. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But that's another huge one, and it, and it goes right off the connection with ministries. But like we said, it's 
not necessarily meant to uh, benefit Jem in that regard right. necessarily. Yeah. It will when it start begins to do its job. See, one night was incredible, but it was only the beginning. I mean, there's the ins and outs of it. They're only going to get better and more refined, and we're going to get more strategic and more intentional about different things. Mm -hmm. And one of those things, like like Isaiah is saying, is to get kids planted in the churches. See, my thing is, I can have a gem youth service and tell my kids, bring as many kids as you want to get, right? Right. And yeah. so maybe my kids, and my kids have been very good about inviting to different services and different events. I'm very blessed with the, with the uh, team of kids that I have right now. It's awesome. But see, maybe my kid invites five friends to a gem youth service. Mm -hmm. But only one of those kids really connects with me. And there's, see, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Maybe they only really connect with me as a youth leader. Maybe only one of them does, right? And so the other four are kind of get lost, kind of get forgotten about. They don't really return. And maybe because of something, you know, I didn't do right at a gem youth service, they don't come back to church or you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, yeah. right? You know, things happen. And so, but what if we have a one-night event, Right? And we have 10, 15, 20 youth leaders on site. When you think about the spiritual war, warfare, the spiritual battleground, yeah. you think about that in the spiritual realm, you have 10, 15, 20 soldiers ready to lead these kids to Jesus. Then, I mean, that's just a numbers game at that point. Maybe I'm speaking at the one night event and maybe one kid doesn't connect with me, but we have these tables set out, these booths set out, right? where youth pastors can literally advertise their youth group, their church. And maybe one kid that didn't connect with me connects with, with somebody else, right? So how, yeah. that didn't technically benefit Gem Youth, but it advanced the kingdom. It benefited right. the kingdom of yeah. God, and that's what this thing is about. And so if you're a youth pastor or a youth leader listening, and, and you're interested in something like that, man, please reach out to us. Reach out to Isaiah. Reach out to myself. Because in the future, we want to be intentional about giving youth pastors and youth leaders the opportunity to literally advertise themselves and their and their ministries here at these one night events yeah and essentially you know the whole goal is to see you know god's kingdom kind of built up you know right. we want to see more kids planted in churches and you know there's a there's a percentage um that was just eye-opening i i recently just kind of was looking through statistics and it's really interesting to see, but did you know only about 20% of people in the U.S. go to church? Wow. Are planted in a church, can say that they have a church that right. they go to. And then that number is supposed to dive and dip um, by like, I think it was 2050, supposed to jump down to only 11%. Wow. That's basically taking half of the population that go to church in today, right now, right. and that they're gone. Right, and that and means so, the generation's not not getting planted. Exactly, and then if it continues to to minimize, right, then what happens? You know, it falls apart. It yeah. it doesn't. It stays, you know, and it continues to stop growing, and then essentially we're in deep trouble, you know, because yeah. essentially we're here to build God's kingdom, and so that was something that was just really eye opening to me. I think it's just because when we see, you know, um, and the average, this is another statistic, you know, the average youth ministry in America is only seven kids. So when you really think yeah. about that, <laughs> yeah, that's, and we're seeing more and more churches closing down than actually opening up. Wow. So when you really think about it, you know, 
that's scary. And so essentially, like, what are we doing to to stop that from happening? I mean, and you think about statistics like that. You think about numbers like that. And it's incredible. And if I can get into another... Mm-hmm. Yeah, facet, go ahead. Another aspect of this, right? like I said, it goes right alongside with the other ones, with connection, with ministries. and But we have to kill this whole stigma of competition between churches. Right. Yep. I think another yep. statistic that I've heard is there's not enough seats in churches that are open in the valley to fill our population right now. So who are we in competition with? Are we in competition with the enemy? Are we in competition with like-minded people? Because a lot of times we act like we're in competition with like-minded people, with other right. ministries. Yeah. When yeah. in reality, our, our competition, so to speak, is the enemy. He's the one who keep, wants to keep them out of churches. Mm-hmm. And we're so worried about like, oh, I'm going to lose my church member to that church. And that means, no, like what are we about, right? Yeah. We take care of God's house. We take care of God's kingdom. He's going to take care of ours, you know? And, and so we just really got to kill this, this competition between churches. It, it's silly. And that's what, what we want to do when we talk about gym. We want to open up these, you know, booths or these tables for ministries to really just <laughs> advertise themselves. And we're being completely open and vulnerable saying, you know what, if 20 of these kids that visit at one night get connected to your church, praise God, that was a victory for the kingdom. Right. And it yeah, doesn't, and it's good. not a loss for gem youth. It's a victory for the kingdom. Amen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that, that's really what this thing is about too. Yeah, man. And man, so good. Um, specifically from that, you know, and it's true. Essentially, we see a lot of churches where they're in competition. It's more about, you know, I had this pastor years ago, um, you know, had me serve at a church. And specifically, I was serving at his church. And and then, you know, I had moved on, was transitioning out of high school into college. And so I was transitioning. So essentially, I was just trying to figure life out. And I wasn't able to make, you know, make church very often. Um, as often. And so there was a closer church to me and I didn't have a car. I didn't have transport or transportation. So that was something for me that I had to kind of figure out and I had to go to another church. Well, I got asked one time after I wasn't going there anymore after a while and got asked, Hey, like, you know, can you come out and serve for this one service? Cause we don't have anybody. Like we don't have anybody to serve for this one area we need help in would you be willing to come out? And I said, sure. So I we came out, right? Come out. And then, you know, at the very end, um, I spoke to spoke to him and it was the whole the whole thing was is that uh specifically when I spoke to him, he told me, he said, Well, Isaiah, uh you can't serve here because you're not planted here. And that, when when I heard that, I think for me, that really just dropped my heart. Like, I fell to the ground. I was, like, like in shock. But I was also kind of really just, I guess you could say I was really kind of just down from that. Mm-hmm. And then I started having all these questions flow through my head. And I was wondering, you know, is this how it's supposed to be? Right. Because aren't we supposed to advance the kingdom? 
you know? Yeah. We're supposed to build the kingdom. So if that's the case, why are we having to be in competition of who goes where? Right. When essentially if it's all for building God's kingdom, I believe in collaboration. Right. When we see churches, when we see ministries, you know. I mean, you know, Jonah. You know, when we sit down, uh, this whole one night thing was a collaboration. And then when we see, also you've seen, we've seen, had Zay and a bunch of others and in collaboration of everything that they do in their gifts and their talents and everything and being able to put on this this wouldn't have happened had none of those those gifts those talents all came together right yeah and and obviously man like it's very important to be planted in a church to be consistent and and and, you know dedicated and planted wherever god plants you right I'm a firm believer that you don't choose your church. You don't choose where you're planted. Right. God yeah. plants you somewhere. And, right. And it's your uh, responsibility and your privilege to stay planted there, to serve and to do what you do. I mean, but obviously in, in a case like that, you, you know, you had to make decisions. And, yeah. And I trust that those were God-led and, 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 you know, held up in prayer. But I think that's just it. As we think about collaboration and, and, and connection and we think, Oh, that's comp- That's bad competition. We're gonna lose them to this and lose. No, at, at what one night is about is coming together, collaborating, connecting, getting people planted right in churches, and really empowering them to keep doing what they're already doing in their ministries. It's not right. to take away yeah. from ministries. Yeah, it's it's not to take people from ministries. It's to empower them to continue to do what they do in their ministries that God has planted them in right. already. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's good. So you know, with that, I think I think it's just val- valuable and important that you know collaboration is needed, and yeah. we essentially are all have one goal, and that's to build God's kingdom. So specifically, you know, right? We should all, I guess you could say, and this is me. You know, I want to hear more from you, but really, from kind of what I'm saying is that you know, in connection, God can do abundantly more. Yeah, amen than we can even imagine so what i'm saying is is that and it even says that in scripture you know is that um you know like in collaboration we're able to do so much more as a whole right because there are gifts and talents that are missing to piece something totally together i mean when you think about it body of christ right. right and when you think about a puzzle right and the puzzle pieces are kind of broken up they're kind of flimsy all over the place right it's not pieced together. You don't have a clear picture. Right. But when you put all those puzzle pieces together, what happens? Right. You see the picture. You see the picture. And so, and that picture is the purpose God's given us. Amen. That's so if good. we're not doing that, you know, and we're deciding to take our own puzzle piece, which is us. Right. And walk away from it all, we're missing a piece to the right. puzzle. And we may not ever find out the purpose behind what God was trying to do. Right. You know. So I think that's important. So I have another question for you. Talk to me a little bit about worship. I know you've, you've told me about you writing songs and stuff. And yeah. so kind of what is that to you? Like what is worship to you? Man, uh, there's, a verse, there's a verse that says, you know, in his presence there's fullness of joy. And I, I think his presence is, is always with us, right? He lives inside of us. And we're all, we always have access to his presence. But there's just something about the way his his presence manifests when you just chase after him man when you in worship and in praise i mean the word of god says you know when jesus is lifted from the earth he 
he draws men in and, and mm. I mean, he draws them to himself. And so when we lift up the name of Jesus, we, it, it, there's a closeness that we have yeah. with God. And, you know, through, through ups and downs, man, through the trials I've had in my young life, the time and the times that I've just had the most joy is when I'm praising God, man. When, when, yeah. I'm, when I'm just going after it. It, going after him in worship man it, it's just i mean it's what we were created to do the word of god says that the angels continuously in heaven sing holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come right and so if the angels are are, are continuously doing that then how much more his his creation his most prized possession who was made to worship him how much more should we be doing that and it's just mm-hmm. given me such a passion to wow. to to lead worship in in the setting of church, man, I, I think, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in, in churches and, and their purpose. And, and I just love and I'm so blessed that I've been given these platforms at such a young age to lead his body into worship, into a closeness with him. Mm. Yeah, man, that's really cool. And I, and I love that. Um, man, that's good. And, and so, so you write songs specifically. I do. So... When when is it? When do you write songs? Is there a specific time you set for yourself, or are you kind of just like you just spontaneously write songs, or is it something that you know you set up a time for in what you do? Man, right right now, I think it's definitely spontaneous. Okay, uh, man, I'm so I'm so busy. <laughs> I have so yeah. much going on, so I don't. Right now, I don't have a time set apart. I'm like, I'm gonna sit down. I'm just gonna work on writing. I'm gonna work on music. Um, I think I should. I think that's one of the things I should be better at is not necessarily <laughs> writing, but just, you know, refining the gifts that, <clears throat> excuse me, God's already given to me, you know, with playing right. instruments and a little bit of singing ability and things like that. Um, but no, it's, right now it's just really spontaneous, man. I'm, I sing some of the churches that I, some, excuse me, some of the songs that I've written in my dad's church. And there's been a couple other opportunities where I have had the chance to minister and use those songs in ministry wow. at other places. And uh, but right now, man, I just have a lot in the vault. I have a lot in, uh, you know, in my heart, on, on my notepad. And I'm excited, man. I'm believing that one day the opportunity will come to be able to record some of those things and make them more public. But it's just a, it's it's a kind really of to yourself. thing yeah. right now. Yeah, just kind of working on it. So do you feel like that could lead to something? I mean, do you, do you feel like your calling it has to do with, with leading worship? Man, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it, I mean, I think in a big part it is already, but it's just, to me, it's just wherever I'm needed, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, here at my dad's church, I, I lead worship. Um, I'm also in a, in a much bigger part, at least a much bigger part of my time is, is running the youth ministry, uh, over there at another church that I serve at in Buckeye, uh, called Lifeway, you know, I've had the opportunity to to lead worship over there and so wherever god has me and whatever he needs me to do is you know what i'm gonna do but i i do see uh worship being a big part of of my ministry even in the future i, I see myself um you know putting out worship eps worship albums and that's something that's always been in my heart yeah but i, I wow. think there's i've i've been told you know that i have an anointing i believe i have an anointing for it i believe it's one of the gifts that god has given me and i'm just very grateful very humble to to have that you know I think one thing is when we were at one night, we had one night back in January. I think it was kind of really, really cool to see because I think 
when I was walking in that room, um, and you were up there specifically leading worship, I felt, I don't know, like it was spirit led and you really felt it in the room and it was different that I was like sitting there, you know, I was taking photos for the event. Right. And during that time I was sitting there and I was like tearing up while I was taking yeah. photos, you know, <laughs> you know, and I was like, I was like literally going to ball out crying, like in the middle of taking photos because there was just this presence in the room and yeah, there, was. there was a lot of the kids really pouring their hearts out on worship and i think that was kind of really special to see because you know that's something that we want to see right you know we want to see you know how kids are sometimes they're like oh i'm too cool like hands in the pocket let me just kind of kind of beat myself i'm gonna kind of just that's not cool to me you know they kind of have that that you know high school Right mentality with the attitude type thing. Some some of them, not right. all of them, but you know we see that. But how you know how special is it that we can see kids right. worshiping the presence of God? Yeah, man, that night was incredible. I mean, in, in preparation of the, I mean, in the, all the months of preparation, but even that night in the uh, prayer session with uh, leaders and the volunteers. Man, it was incredible. I mean, one of the things we were very intentional about praying for was that there would be an expectation and a readiness to just not only be receptive to what God has, but I specifically prayed for an expectation and a readiness to chase after what God has. Right. And I think we saw that, man. Yeah. And I believe that that was a God thing, that God got a hold of some of these young hearts that maybe usually wouldn't jump when, when we say jump, you know what I mean? That wouldn't, you know, go dance and, and worship God the way that they did. But they did, I, I believe, in a big part because we prayed that, man. We said there's going to be no hindrances, nothing blocking, right? Yeah. And there's going to be an expectation and a readiness to chase after what God has, man. And, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a firm believer in the outward expression of mm. what's going on on the inside having an impact in the spiritual realm. And I, so I think, I mean, those who know me, those who've seen me worship, man, I, I get down. I just, I, that's what I believe my God deserves. I mean, David yeah. danced unashamedly, right? His wife called him a clown, something yeah. like that. Not quite like that, but, you know, said. In, no, the, in the youth context. Right, right. Saying, <laughs> you looks like a clown right now. Though. Yeah. But David didn't care. He danced unashamedly because that, that's what his God deserves. Like I said, we were made to worship God. And it's not, I think a lot of times in, in worship services, we wait for the feeling, right? We right. wait for the yeah. tug. And not that the Holy Spirit won't tug on your heart. Don't get me wrong. He, he will put something, the butterflies in your stomach, and he will tug on your heart. But for us that are already believers, we don't got to wait for that. Right. You know, worship. Because yeah. I heard someone say this recently, and I thought this was, this kind of slapped me a little bit. And what he says was, is we, we wait for this feeling in worship, and, and we go based off of emotion when it comes to worship, right? And we'll come out of these worship services and we're like, oh, worship was so great today, right? And what he said was, well, are you, really? Are you God? Because worship is meant for God. So shouldn't he be the judge of whether wow. worship was great tonight or wow. not? Wow. You know what I mean? Oh, man. And so wow. that really, you know, furthered my conviction, just kind of put a snap on my conviction that, hey, whether I'm having the worst week of my life, Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and honestly, man, I, I've had a, just getting really real, I've had a rough week, you know, this, right. this yeah. past couple weeks have been, have been kind of rough for me personally. And there was just this moment in my car where the Holy Spirit really got to me, man. I was there and I was honestly, I was just kind of moping. I was, I didn't have any, any music playing or anything like that. And there was just this conviction that rose up in me, man. And I just had this moment in my car, I probably looked crazy to the other people on the freeway, where I just began to praise God. I opened my mouth and I said, Lord, you are worthy. Ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. Ain't nothing gonna steal my peace. Ain't nothing gonna steal my praise, man. And I think that's the attitude that we need to have. It's not about emotion, you know? Right. It's not yeah. about whether we feel it or not. What does our God deserve? And who and who is our God? Is our God mighty? Is our God able? You know, is he, is he the God who does the exceedingly, the abundantly more? Is he or not? And if yeah. he is, then regardless of our circumstances, he deserves our praise, you know, right. regardless wow. of our emotions, he deserves our praise. And I think that's wow. just the approach that I take, man. Yeah, that's so good, man. That's so good. I think I rambled a little it's bit. A good, no, 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 no. Hey, that's what we're here for. This whole podcast is really here in your heart and kind of sharing your heart. So um, tell me about, I, I want to go back onto one night and, and essentially talk about this, kind of, um, kind of break it down a little bit. So was one night was it a free event was it was it something that cost money for people to come and attend or um you know was it kind of like a donation type style to where you come in you're like you you donate whatever you feel that's on your heart yeah so this time um it was a free event it was a free event and the reason for that is uh we we want people to hear the gospel man (laughs) we just you know and um we just wanted to be able to pack this place out with as many kids as possible. Not for the sake of numbers, but like we said, man, for the sake of advancing the kingdom, you know? And just trying to get as many kids to hear this message as possible. We had a guest speaker out. It was Christian Chambliss, the Youth Alive director. He's fantastic. And he, he's an incredible man of God, an incredible communicator of the word. He's had such an impact in my life. We are blessed enough to have him there. So we just want to pack this place yeah. out, man, and, and have these people hear this message. But it was a free event. Um, and you know what? God provided. And that's something I will probably talk about in a second, right? But moving forward, we, we still want to keep it, if not free, I mean, dirt cheap, as cheap as we can make it. In 2021, just a sneak peek we're looking at, at putting on some conferences come next year. And so maybe there will be a small fee for that just to make sure we have things up and running, you know. But it won't, we, we intend to not make it anything... Um, unnecessary you know right we just we yeah. just want to make the gospel accessible you know and obviously there's there's things that you know there's electricity bills there's 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 money that goes into this thing right but yeah. we just want to make it make the gospel accessible to these young kids you know right so tell me a little bit more did you got did you know the people who were involved in one night was the youth ministries did they raise money was it something that um Personally, each person just provided some some money specifically to kind of kind of really help pay for the expenses, right. or was it something that uh, you know was like okay, you know we're gonna go without any budget? Well, you know what, man, this was a huge uh, part of the testimony in one night, and so I mean maybe right now if I could just start from the beginning. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and so when we talk about one night, and I'll get to the finances right in a second. That's all part of it. Yeah, but. You're talking about one night, and I was talking to one of my uh, partners in ministry about it, and, and I just told him that I had this on my heart to to do these larger events, 
and but we just sat there and we kind of you know i said it doesn't make sense there's about seven to 12 kids come into my youth group every week and but we had this vision right of over 100 we're gonna see over 100 people there but it doesn't make sense we're a small youth group i like to say growing youth group amen but we're, we're a growing youth group and we don't have a budget we don't have any money and it just doesn't make sense and and my my friend looked at me and he said you know what if it's on your heart you got to do it and so uh i think mid-september we we said all right we're gonna do this but i sat down and i prayed about it and i said lord if this is you if this is something from you and it's not me going crazy in my head right then we're gonna need after and this is after budgeting planning and praying i said you know what? we're gonna need seven hundred dollars about seven hundred dollars to put this thing on and we have to start buying things and prepping before january so we're gonna need that seven hundred dollars in about a month god <laughs> and so yeah it really sounds silly right because god put something on my heart and i say okay god you put this on my heart then this is what i need right which yeah. is really backwards right if god put something on my heart then he knows what i need but mm. he dealt with my immaturity anyways mm -hmm. and he said all right and so we said we need it in about a month within two weeks due to a, a small amount of fundraising and a lot of donation and a full move and provision of god we surpassed $700 in two weeks. Wow. And this whole time, man, my, my verse, my life verse for this year, and what was already at the end of the year, man, it was Ephesians 3.20, now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power work within us to do exceedingly, exceedingly abundantly, abundantly beyond what we can ask, think, or even imagine. And he showed that right from the jump. Great. He said $700 wow. in a month. He surpassed it in half the time. And you know what? That's the God we serve. He didn't have to do that. God mm -hmm. could have went, dude, shut up. I know what we're going to do. I know what we need. Don't, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. he dealt with my immaturity. And, and in, to an extent, he dealt with my doubt. And he, he made a, a believer out of me. And, and we got this thing rolling, man. And he just time and time again throughout this whole thing, he just, he provided. He showed up, man. He showed up. Cool. So another question with that are we looking to see any more one nights coming up yeah man so i guess uh wasn't planning on it but i guess this will be the first announcement for it we'll say unofficial date we're aiming for may 2nd may 2nd it's another saturday night um that's the next one night man may 2nd it'll be a similar format we want to get connected with even more uh ministries this time right um, something else, if I could add this in, yeah, something yeah. else we're, we're looking to do this time is, uh, we want to be intentional. Like we said about creating a space where these ministries and these leaders uh, can connect. Right. And so what we want to do is we want to take the Friday night before the Friday night before the Saturday night event. And we want to just invite out youth leaders and, and youth pastors, young adult leaders, young adult pastors. And we just want to sit down we have, want to have a service with you, you know, we just want to hang out with you guys. We want to pour into you a little bit. Just have a, a service together and get connected because we want to... Th this is about you guys, man. This is about you guys having an opportunity to connect with other ministries, to get kids planted in, in your ministries. It's all about you guys. And so we want to be intentional about honoring and, and serving these these youth pastors, these youth leaders and young adults, uh, leaders and pastors all the same, and just connecting, man. So 
if you're a, a youth pastor or a young adult pastor and you're listening to this, please reach out, get connected with us. We definitely want you at, at both nights, Friday night and Saturday night. And uh, we just want to get connected with you, just, whether it's just have a conversation, whether it's, you know, have, have parts in more events, whatever it is, we want to get connected with you. But anyways, all that said, May 2nd is, is what we're aiming for the next one night event. So, mm. all right, man. Well, there it is. Uh, May 2nd. Okay. So um, to kind of just finish up kind of what we were talking about, you know, you sharing one night, talking about your heart behind worship and, um, you know, gym, you know, gym youth and all of that. So um, I have one more question and specifically it has to do with really kind of talking about what's next, you know, what's next for Jonah, what's next for one night, what's next for gym youth. Um, you have anything planned coming up that you're just like kind of getting ready for and kind of like working through the progress of kind of trying to get things in order um, with it? Like, is there anything that's coming up that you're just like, you're really kind of looking forward to, um, to with what you're doing? Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, this year is we're shifting to a mindset of discipleship and just growing deeper. And uh, I think a big thing for us this year is just consistency in what mm. we set out to do. We have a three-month calendar planned out uh, from this point. And we're just really excited to get in here and, and be consistent with it. Whether it's three kids that show up to a given gathering or it's 3,000, you know what I mean? Right. We treat it like it's 3 million. And, it, and if we don't treat three like 3,000 or 3 million, then it never will be, man. And so I think uh, one of the things we're just excited about is just the consistency, being consistent. We're excited, we're enthusiastic to be consistent, man, in what we have going on this year and just being faithful in, in what God's put in our hands and in our hearts, man. And uh, just growing together, growing together, uh, impacting the kingdom, man, advancing the kingdom. And we also, we're looking forward to to one night. So one night, the one night event's coming up, one in May, hopefully one later in the year, and then flip those into some conferences next year. And that's what we're looking at. We look at, as Gem Youth, we look at Gem Youth as, or we look at one night as the ministry of Gem Youth. Gem Youth is a ministry, but Gem Youth's ministry is one night. Right. And so we're just really excited wow. to keep uh, growing ourselves so we can be even more impactful and effective within our ministry, man. And a question towards that, um, you know, specifically about the ministry part. So I thought that was really eye-opening. That was really cool. Really cool to see and really special to kind of talk about. So specifically, do you feel like youth ministries and ministries all have a ministry? Um, or do you feel like it's kind of something that kind of comes comes and goes and and you're either in it or not? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, my very blunt answer is I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel that this is what Gem Youth has, has been called to do. One of the things that Gem Youth has been called to do. But, uh, man, I think that whether it's a ministry like that or, or just whatever God has put on the leaders' hearts to do in and through their ministry, um, I just want gem, one night excuse me, to be used as an empowerment for that. 
you know? And so I don't know. I don't know if there's, because we're, now we're talking about ministries inside of ministries, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah, you know, I don't know, but I, I know that God has, has a calling for each one of these ministries. Uh, each one is, is very unique and, and it's very much its own. And there's strength in that, you know? But uh, if I can just say this, closing out, man, I believe that this year is the year that we begin to take back this generation mm. from the enemy. I think the enemy has had his grips on this generation uh, in their younger years, in their growing years. I believe, and I speak in the name of Jesus, that this is the year that we take this generation back. Mm. You know, and this is something I've been speaking to my youth, man. This entire, gen- not just Gem Youth, and the reason we put on one night is because we don't just believe in Gem Youth, but we believe in this generation. Right, and, wow. And we believe that this is a Joshua generation. We've had enough Moses generations, you know? Mm-hmm. Enough, wow. enough people not making it to the promised land, not seeing that wow. come to pass. But I speak in the name of Jesus that this is a Joshua generation, and we're going to see revival break out. Not like we've seen before, but in a new way, in a fresh way, because we serve an, a, a, an infinite God. Yeah, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, but there is always more with God, right? Right. And so we, we believe that this year is the year that we are taking this generation back from the enemy, and, and we are getting them planted in the word of God, and revival is going to break out. Wow, yeah. That's really cool. Hey, we're about to end... But I have one more question. If you could give advice to anybody who, any of our podcast listeners, what would you give? You know what, man? I am the most unqualified person to be sitting here having this conversation, to be running a youth group, to be a worship leader. I am the most unqualified person. I was in high school, living a high school life, living a double life, trying to figure myself out, made a lot of mistakes, did a lot of dumb things, said a lot of dumb things, do a lot of dumb things, say a lot of dumb things still, right? I make a lot of mistakes. I am so unqualified. But man, it feels that every time that I'm like, all right, God, then I'll back off. I'm sorry about that. I'll back off a little bit. He's like, no, no, no. My grace is sufficient. Keep going, right? Mm. And so my advice would be, is that just go and get it. Whatever God has placed on your heart, go and get it. Yes, you're unqualified, but unqualified is where he begins, man. And when you come to the end of yourself and you admit that, yeah, I'm unqualified, I'm undeserving of this, he says, finally, you realize it. Now come, let me come and make your insufficiencies whole. Let my grace sustain you. And so in your unqualifications, chase after God and let him do a work in and through you because he wants to do it. Unqualified is where he begins, right? And so just go and get it, man, whatever it is. All right. Well, Jonah, it's been a pleasure to to be able to sit down with you and, and chat with you. I think this is our first where it's live. Like I'm sitting down right next to you yeah. and really recording this podcast. But um, where can they find you? Where can people find you? Where can they look for what you do? How can they reach you? Um, at Jonathan Armando, at Gem Youth, at One Night Phoenix, or if you can't find them, go to Isaiah Box's page and you'll find me somewhere <laughs> liking his pictures or something. Man. But get on there. 
uh, follow me, follow all those accounts, send us a DM, man. We wanna get connected to you. It, whether it's you come out to the event or whether you live in Washington and you just wanna have a conversation, man. We wanna be connected with you and we just wanna encourage each other, so. Cool, man. Well, it's been a pleasure to, to sit down with you, Jonah, and thank you so much for everything. Yeah, man, thank you, seriously. Well, um, there we go. It's gonna be the end. So, hey guys, thank you for watching um, this and um, do appreciate you guys for checking out this episode with me and Jonah. Hey guys, well, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with me and Jonah. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, um, you guys can follow us on Spotify. You guys can follow us on Anchor, um, but also you can, you can find us on Instagram as well as um, you know, Facebook, it's Isaiah Bosk. Um, I'll have it down below for you guys. Um, but highly encourage you guys to keep staying in tune. We have some amazing people we're gonna be interviewing soon. Um, so I hope you, that you guys loved what you heard from me and Jonah um, and that you guys can come back for more. Um, thank you for watching guys. And this is the end of episode two.